Welcome back to the Roaming Lovebirds podcast. We are chilling over here in Joshua Tree. It's about 70 degrees. The sun is blaring and we actually have a special guest. <laughs> we uh, we are actually chilling and one of our things that we've talked about is how no one comes out of their vans. Everyone is just sitting in their RVs, not doing anything. And we were literally begging for someone or or multiple people to come over and randomly a van stopped hopped out and came over and had a fire and now here we are so, and out came Raquel uh, out came Raquel oh, that's great yeah. yeah so happy to meet you guys this is so wonderful yeah we were laughing because um a lot of people that we've met on the road so far have been like oh hey like can we hang out or blah 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 and she just came over and was like what's up guys like here I am yeah it def- <laughs> let's make chili together right let's it, have dinner <laughs> it definitely felt like we knew you honestly uh, that was pretty cool yeah so so tell us a little bit about like how you started van life what kind of led you into it yeah All yeah that. well first of all I had no idea I was gonna run into you guys so yeah. that was a treat <laughs> I saw you and I'm like oh they seem nice yeah you had a fire that was key for, for walking closer. And then when you made me dinner, I was not leaving. <laughs> so that was a treat all around. So thank you for that. Of mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I started Van Life um, about two and a half years ago. I've been full time for a year and a half. And um, I obviously, like a lot of people during COVID, I reevaluated my life and what mm-hmm. I thought was important and things I didn't want to do anymore and things I wanted to do. And so I bought a van during COVID and got it together so by the time we were 2021 I took off for the road and wanted to live a more more real life I wanted to create my own reality and it, it felt kind of like a metaphor like being yeah. on the road and taking a new path mm-hmm. felt real and I wanted to see what was out there so and I have it's unfolded in ways like you just meet new people you learn about being by yourself mm. yeah um, you find out, at least for I did, how resourceful you can be. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn your fear factor, your safety factor. You start understanding that I am safe because I decided to be and not mm. because I'm worried about everything else. Mm. Yeah. And especially as a, as a woman driver, especially a solo female driver, right? we have to be very conscientious of our surroundings. So mm. there's parts of, so I started vibrating differently. And I started going through the world a little differently and using different parts of myself to guide myself yeah. instead of relying on everyone else in the world to tell me where I should go and not mm. go. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was a big change yeah. as, as a woman. And then um, meeting... And you had a whole career before this. Yeah. yeah. So I had a 30-year TV career, career um, as a TV producer, and I also did corporate videos for a lot of major companies. I was a producer on MTV's Real World, yeah. which I'm sure your audience knows. <laughs> yep. Um, so I had a I had a big life, and um, like everyone else, I burned out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I just you know some of us just can't keep going at the same rate we were going because it's not it's not sustainable, and it doesn't feel good anymore. And no matter how many Emmy nods I got or achievements I made, mm-hmm. it was still not fulfilling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. you can't chase the awards. You can't chase the accolation because they they actually fall flat right after yeah and that is kind of the challenge of trying to say what more I can go after Mm -hmm. and I was chasing what I believed was success and never feeling successful Mm. yeah so it was all outside of me 
like a never satisfied type never satisfied and all the stories i was told about the corporate ladder and (laughs) (laughs) we talk about that a lot you're the only female at the table we need you and i'm like honestly i don't even want to be at that table yeah you know those men that run this country or this world it's it's not not a great place to achieve to i'm not a Mm -hmm. man yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you know and i don't want to be one anymore right (laughs) (laughs) and i don't want to be praised for acting like one right anymore and you do all since you were in kindergarten you do you get praised for acting like a man. so do you think the final straw for you was just the fact that COVID hit and you had to slow down and so you finally listened to that voice in your head that was over the shit or was there something pivotal that changed to make you just give it up and get in a van and go Great question. Um, Two-part answer. One, <laughs> yes, I was always thinking, what can I do other than what I was doing? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know how to break away from okay. the salary, right. the, the security, right. um, the certainty of that kind of career. Uh, second thing, I did have a traumatic experience with our family, mm-hmm. so trauma yeah. also broke me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So since I was already on that kind of path to get out, sometimes something bad happens that really kind of pushes you over right. the edge <laughs> right? and then you're like how can I get out of the situation fast enough and how can I make this move it was just like the, the real springboard of, of movement and then I didn't ever look back mm. so we never want bad things to happen to us to shift us right. but pain, sometimes it's needed pain is a messenger mm-hmm. yeah and not that I wanted that for myself but obviously that's what needed to happen in order for me to go in a different direction and I've never regretted it since Wow, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And she's also a tarot card deck reader. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, that was a hobby that turned into something I could do on the road. Yeah. And um, I didn't ever think I was going to do that, but a lot of people kept telling me I should. And, you know, when people tell you you should do something, you resist. Right. um, (laughs) Until something pushes you Mm -hmm. into a direction, and, and then you're like, okay, let me see if I can do this. You know, it wasn't a goal. Yeah. Um, but it certainly turned into a, a business that um, was feasible to van life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could work at all the festivals and events, see my friends. Um, and if I was stationary, like I'll be in Los Angeles, people are hiring for private parties mm. and events and birthdays and weddings. So then it just started blossoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, it definitely went beyond my wildest dreams. And, you know, that's kind of how we want our lives to live. We yeah. want our, our ideas to be bigger than we even thought. Well, and I like how you said you feel like you can be of service of to other people, and I feel like as humans, a lot of time we want a lot of the time we want to find like how can we help other people, and I feel like that might happen after a certain age or a certain maturity level, and then you're kind of just like I just want to help people, and I think that's beautiful what you did because she just did a reading on myself and Joey inside of our van, and it was a very beautiful like enlightening experience for both Mm. of us. So you really are of service to people and in the community. So thank you for doing that. Well, yeah, especially if you drive a van. Yeah. (laughs) All you need is a little deck of cars. I have my deck. I come with my deck. And um, yeah. Tell us a little bit, like, what kind of van do you have and what do you feel about it? Uh, Yes, I have a 2012 Nissan NV2500 (laughs) high roof. I love it. Um, it's so cute. I can see it. It's right cute. It's petite. Um, it's for one person. I don't know if two people could live in that van, although I'm sure two Probably. people have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when we stepped in, it was so spacious. I just loved how like open it was. Yeah, it's yeah. very open. It's got a different kind of build than most vans, um, but 
I was inspired to get it because I saw someone, I went down the YouTube hole, yep. uh, rabbit hole of uh, videos, and there was this gal, Lisa um, Vacay Vans, who, with her pink hair and her fabulous build, I was like, I want to I wanna feel like her. Aww. Yeah. I want to get excited about a vehicle, yeah. which I never thought I would do in my life. I yeah. was not a car person or a van person. This wasn't on my list of things to do. It was a feeling I got, and I was definitely inspired to take action to move forward with it, and it's treated me cool. well ever since. Did you just follow your heart and your intuition with I all did, that? I did, 100%. And you just screw what everyone else says, yeah. And uh, there was resistance. Yeah. <laughs> my we know that too have, well. Yeah, I think a lot of times parents, uh, and I'm an adult, but still, my folks had a say, and like, why are you doing this? What right. does this mean for you? Are you going to be a bag lady? What are you like... searching for? What are you trying to find? Yeah. Yeah. And, they just, and usually it's not that deep. They just didn't realize there's this community. There's yeah. this, like, whole world. Right. It's like if you're a sports fan, you go to games, you tailgate, and right. you have all your sports fan friends. Mm -hmm. Right. Van life is very similar. You tailgate, yeah. you go and hang <laughs> yeah. out with all your friends, and you travel together, and... You barbecue together and you have potlucks. Yeah, you're not just like lost in you're, the cities, like in a van. Like, what do I do? No. Yeah, and I think for a lot of older parents, they they see that as actually destitution to live in a van and not feel like you have anything. What right? is that? What is destitution? Like just feeling like you're in a, a um, mindset scarcity that you're just on you're on the streets. Mm. You're you're homeless. Mm. Yeah, um, you're yes. a bag lady. And now I will say this: there are people who do live in their vehicles that are a right. necessity, mm -hmm. um, who don't have a career that I had or didn't have all the funds and resources I had at one point. So that is their life. But it's not the war. It's also a place where you can live where you feel comfortable with yourself a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And being alone in a small space, I think New Yorkers knows what that feels like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always say my vehicle's like a studio apartment. Yeah. But yeah, I think there's this there's there's still a stigma around living in your car. I think the homelessness mm -hmm. has made it um, people feel that there's this kind of barrier between the rest of the world who pay rent and own a home versus people who just want to be on the move or right. on the go. Right. right. You know, homeless people usually stay in one spot where people like ourselves are constantly traveling and going to look at new places and new people and new views and Yeah. It's a it's a it's a different alternative. Yeah, it's an alternative lifestyle, like you said last night. It's yeah. it's a other way to live that you really wouldn't know about without social media. So we kinda just wanted to shout out like she found about it found out about van life on YouTube with the mm -hmm. pink hair girl and yeah. I just think that's beautiful and we did the same thing YouTube mm -hmm. videos all the time we connected with people on social media who we just we just enjoyed their personalities we felt like they were so much happier like than you were in the matrix so I think that's a beautiful thing with social media do you have any questions for them um well I know one thing for us like so the really cool part about living in a van is you can literally get up and go anywhere. Um, <laughs> yes. But we found, and I don't know if this is the same with you, but like when we find a spot that we really like, like just hunkering down and sitting and enjoying that and taking it slow has been what we've enjoyed the most. So how have you like found the ba balance between wanting to see all these different things, but then also like, you know, when you find something slowing yourself down and enjoying it? Mm, great question. Um, so I, I, figured out that I like being around the community of van life. Mm -hmm. And once I started meeting more and more folks in that community, we all started kind of bonding together and then we started traveling together. Mm -hmm. So then it was like, hey, let's go here. And then if it was really great, we would stay 
until the weather changed. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like all of a sudden they're like, a storm is coming. They're yeah. like, we better go now then. Because <laughs> yeah. the right. river is going to come and, you know, bury us all in our tires. <laughs> you know, so it was just kind of like very freewheeling. Um, I've never really lived a life where I was just like, let's stay. Let's go maybe. You know, yeah. no yeah. one ever has an out date. Right. <laughs> and I find that to be great because no longer is urgency a part of my world. Mm. There is no urgency in van life, at least for me. Love specific. that. I, yeah. Yeah. That's so something that I never drive love fast. I right. never spend a whole day trying to get somewhere. Right. I take my time. I used to drive at night. I hate driving at night. Yeah. It's like, why am I putting myself through something that's stressful when I don't have to? Right. So I just kind of learned to take life a lot slower. And wherever I am is where I want to be. Yeah. And when you start seeing the world that way, oh, how cute are they? <laughs> They're finally engaging. They're cute. <laughs> yeah, I just think like once you start to slow your life down, there's no urgency to be anywhere or get anywhere. You're just kind of experiencing. Mm. Oh, I love and that. And that to me is what life's about. There's nowhere. F- I'm not in any rush to do anything and nothing is in any rush to get me to do anything. Mm. Right. And in, in the Matrix, sorry, like all you want is more time. You're like, fuck, like all I'm doing is waking up, going to work, so stressed out. Do I even have time to go to the gym? Do I even have time to make myself a good dinner? Like, no, you don't. And so like, it's beautiful that there is an alternative lifestyle like this that you can slow down and not have that sense of urgency. Like you said, mm-hmm. that was something that I was craving because like I never stopped high school then college I was like so fast like all I wanted to do was like sit down feel my feelings and like write in my journal and that's it so I love that sense of urgency mm-hmm. yeah we don't we were brought on this planet to do all those things yeah. that's what someone else wants us to do right, right? so if we, if we only have a, so much time on this planet let's maximize earth and do it on our terms mm-hmm. and see how that goes. I'd rather mm-hmm. do that than feel like I'm I'm not missing out on anything anymore. There's no FOMO. Right. Even my friends who said they were going to a tiny house festival and I was like, oh man. And I was like, no, it's okay. I'm supposed to be over here. Right. You're going to go. You're going to tell me how it is. There's no FOMO. Like, right. I'm no longer missing out on my life because I am my life. Mm. And oh, that is that. like how I want to Everything live it. is a new experience and a new journey. Like, even when we spend two nights somewhere we feel like we grow so much and then all of a sudden we're like that feels like a lifetime ago and it was two Mm -hmm. days ago (laughs) like we we have that feeling all the time yeah and back to what you said earlier we we learned that the slower we move actually out here the more like we get done which is which is really weird like three or four days ago we had like a a small argument over something stupid (laughs) but it came about because I was trying to rush us to the next spot and the very next day we like did so much shit but we were going so slow and we got so much done so it was weird because the day we were rushing we literally got nowhere and got nothing done and butt heads yeah and and butted heads and then the the next day after that I kind of thought to myself like let's just slow down let's take it easy you know whatever ends up wherever we end up is fine for the day and we got so much shit done that was the laundry and yeah. All that day. The so is always a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're told to multitask. Yeah. So we, because the more we do, someone benefits. Right. Period. But when we do it on our pace, we benefit. Our mental well-being benefits. Our peace, our love for each other, our yep. calmness. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that Van Life teaches a lot of people. Yeah. We have it's to re- hard. rewire our right. brains. Because right. both of us are very, like, quick, I would say 
people. Yeah. So we like we have post-it notes written inside our van, like slow down, mm, like enjoy so and feel each moment. Like being present is a new thing <laughs> mm-hmm. for mm. us. Yeah. So we've had like really great talks at night that we never did before, and it just brings like such beautiful people into our space that we didn't previously have. Like so much negativity before and now we're like actually meeting great like human beings yeah so i hope this is the start of like more van lifers coming into our space or just more campers or whatever and like sharing space with us because we look forward to that me and her yeah. Oh, you will. You guys, you guys have that energy. I didn't walk up. Look, if, if I thought you guys were sketch, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, if you guys looked a little off, right. I, I use my intuition yeah. and uh, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have hopped out so graciously. Yeah. Yeah. You're like our van life mom. Like you're exactly. <laughs> First you're of exactly. all, I've never been a mom. Do not come. You call me cool aunt. Okay. You're a van life cool aunt. <laughs> you're like the voice we needed in our lives to here yeah it's just funny because then they pulled up this girl and the van and then yeah the rv it's like and And yesterday was the first day we were like done with the shit we were literally like come on yeah like like, come over here literally and it happened it literally happened right it literally happened can i leave it here because she wanted to feel safe yeah obviously you guys true safety is a part of your yeah your look <laughs> and it, it, it's it's funny because i i would say the first 40 days we were definitely like walls up not really mm. looking at people not really being super inviting or friendly or yeah. wa- or even wanting like other people around yeah and it was bizarre like the first day we decided like we were done with the shit we wanted some people around it like happened mm-hmm. like that <laughs> yeah. so well, i hope that's a sign that moving is a forward sign, and i'll just say for your for your audience who are female, um, I probably wouldn't have come up if you were alone, Joey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If there wasn't a woman here. Right. Because just for safety. Yeah, not of course. I'm afraid of men, but you never know. Yeah, of course. And I would have used my intuition, but like I would never go up if there's a group of men and there's not one woman. Right. Yeah. I would have turned around and walked back. Right. I just, you know, there's still that thing. But I also think you guys exhume. Yeah, <laughs> come hither. <laughs> we did yesterday the at least, and it, it did. Yeah, I had... mean, you had, and I think the fact that everyone else started jumping on board is because yeah. I was here. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, is because the momentum. Yeah, and that's kind of manifestation too. When you start to like really want to create your desired need, and the universe has no other choice but to show you evidence. So I right. hey, they want to see more people. Let's bring in Raquel. Right. Let's yeah. get the neighbors in. Let's yeah. get literally, this in. Literally. Yeah. And they literally circled around you. Yeah, like, yes. it happened. It yeah. happened. That was pretty cool. Where were you before this? Because you're really big with the community of van life. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for asking. Yeah. I was in what was called Van Aid. Van Aid is um, kind of a, an, an unofficial organization because they're not official. Um, hmm. Where we got together 20 miles outside of Yuma and in the Arizona desert where the entire van life community comes and helps people actually build their van. So people who need help with engineering, like I got solar panels put on, by the way, Mm. those were donated to me because people give things away. So there's people giving away solar panels and wiring and they bring all their tools so you can get um, your plywood cut. It's like a Home Depot for (laughs) van (laughs) For people who, for instance, are disabled, who live in their vans, who yeah. need help, people who don't have the funds yeah. to pay for all this kind of high-end uh, technology and 
materials Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's people who come who are like hey I'm here to work I'm here to help like there's volunteers and mostly men of course but there are some badass women out there who are like carpenters (laughs) and you're just like how did you know how to pull that wall off your trailer (laughs) (laughs) and that's a shout out to Rose Um, so I went there actually helping my friends get there because they needed work on their um, schoolie and van and they're like, you know, Kelly, you need some solar panels. This is a great place. So you materials. didn't have solar panels before at all? That's uh, so Not cool. at all. Yeah. And then there was a group on Facebook, and they were like, hey, I'm donating this. And everything's a gift, by the way. There's no money exchange at Band-Aid. Mm. So you can't sell anything. You can't ask for money. You can't. Everything is to be gifted and, and out of, you know, the volunteer program. Okay. Because there's no other way you can get things done for some people, including wow. myself. I wasn't planning on doing solar, but right. everything was being donated. And That's it was kind awesome. of like a scavenger yeah. hunt. And then a friend of mine, I was like, well, I have these solar panels, but I don't know how to install them. I can't lift them. Yeah. And um, my friend Molly was like, oh, you should talk to Nomad Brad. He's a solar guy. So I reached out to him, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to be there on Wednesday. Um, I'll totally do it for you. And then he brings his truck and his ladder. And then my friend next to me, Paul, was there, and he's, like, helping him put it on. I mean, Aww. it was the most beautiful, generous mm. thing for a van life community. For yeah. Especially as a woman, I can't really physically do all this stuff. Right. But to have so many come together, and it's also live music, people who play um, all kinds of instruments, have these, like, big potluck nights, um, and campfires galore. That's all over the yeah. place. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I loved that. I was coming from that, and I loved the experience I had. It was my first time, and it was worth it. So wow. It's and nice it was to called know. Van Aid? It's called Van okay. Aid. It's to aid your vans. Yes. <laughs> and it's, I didn't know that existed. Yeah. I think a lot of people are at home trying to figure out their vans. If they kind of plan maybe to know that this is going to happen, like, next year, I'm going to come with ideas and materials because I know I'm, I'll be able to get the support I need. Right. Mm-hmm. And people who know how to make a bed. Yeah. People who know how to install people who know where to get things or what you need for everything well that's great to know especially for like our audience it might be some people who are thinking about doing van life but they don't really know how to build out a van that's a great thing to know we didn't know about it at all Mm-mm. so if and you don't know about those things until no, you get into this we didn't know until right. we met you so yeah like, like she's sending me all these links to all these van life communities and we're excited to like immerse ourselves in that kind of stuff yeah yeah yeah, I think the other thing with kind of manifesting, like van life existed before I got there. Yeah. But when my brain decided to put that into play, everything just kind of came towards me. Yeah. So that's kind of a great way to see life. Like once you try something new, everything kind of comes at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, oh, I had no idea. Right. Right? But you don't know unless you take that first step. Right. Mm-hmm. And it might not all make sense like in the beginning, but it will come. Right. Yep. Yeah, especially if you want... If you want solar panels and you're like, oh, I can't afford them, and all of a sudden I have two on my roof. Right. I didn't see that coming, but yeah. that's also how the universe works. Not everything has to be a money transaction to get something that you desire. Mm-hmm. It can yeah. just be knowing that one day it'll happen, and then it does, and everyone comes to support you, and it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah, the service transactions at the Van Aid, beautiful. I'm, I mean, there's nothing free anymore, and that's mm-hmm. quote-unquote free, but everybody everybody get gives and everybody gets so right. i love that yeah yeah so that was a great and then before that i was at schoolie palooza <clears throat> okay so schoolie palooza is an event where it was originally started for people who bought those big school buses and mm-hmm. turn them into tiny homes yep and then they create an event but everybody shows up people with vans box trucks ambulances all the ones who've transformed vehicles into tiny homes it's a huge event 
It's out in, um, where was I? God, there's so many places <laughs> um, Ehrenberg. Ehrenberg, okay. Arizona, just past Blythe, California. Um, and it basically is a place where you can come together and meet your fellow community. Live music, tons of potlucks. Mm. There's places you can teach mm -hmm. classes there. Um, it's just another wonderful place where people come together and kind of experience. And they love, everyone loves to talk about their vehicles. Right, right. right. Everyone loves to talk about their build. <laughs> Um, and I was doing tarot cards there. It's a place where you can actually do services there and products. You can sell something there. You can, you want to, those things are okay for me. But aside from Vantage, you want Schooly Paloozas because you want to put your money back into the community. Right. Because these people are on the road and this is where their kind of their farmer's market is, if you will. Mm -hmm. Right. And they're artists and they're engineers and they're people like tarot card readers or uh, you guy got your does, eyebrows done. I got my brows That's done. Right. <laughs> for women. I, I need got to my freaking pluck mine. So I know. Geez. Who knew? You get a haircut there. You get tattoos there. Yeah. It's just a little mini village, but you're dealing with the people who are in your community specifically. Yeah. And I love that. So I think that's another really great place you can go and feel part of a community and feel um, included. And support and get supported. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Just, okay, guys, just got done with the pee break, but <laughs> I had a I had a thought while I was sitting here being quiet, and it was up until yesterday when we were finally ready to like have people around us and be open to talking to people, and I was I was just thinking why that was, and it was just because how much me and Maddie have gotten like hate and jealous vibes and uh, just like been burned by others and so that was definitely why we had such a big wall up up until yeah. like yesterday on this journey so I talked just to her about that with my tarot reading Did you? too yeah because I forget that what was that heart card it was like the three of swords yeah I got the three of swords okay and I was like yeah it was heartbreak and it kind of felt like the tightening of like my heart from like the negativity we got in right. the gym and on like social media just, just because we were what happy I don't know yeah just happy together thriving yeah. like we put so much faith into people that we thought were you know yeah. our people or whatever and time and time again got and they switched up yeah yeah like so well that's great because the minute you decided that you know to take the wall down yeah we flooded you yeah <laughs> which that is interesting though yeah, yeah so that's very good, interesting like we joke that we manifested you but like you we, did we did mm -hmm. <laughs> And that's good. Like, sometimes stagnation and then breakthrough. Right. It can happen just like that. But let me yeah. ask you guys this. You know, obviously yeah. I just met you and you seem like a lovely couple. <laughs> How did you two meet? Um, so we met. Um, so I actually knew her mom. I was working at a gym and her mom was the manager there. Oh. And we are and were super tight. And um, so we just built a really strong relationship, me and her mom. And then. Uh, she started coming to the gym and we just started out being like really good friends I felt like I knew her so well because I knew her mom and I saw a lot of similarities <laughs> and she was just so cool and so awesome and uh, just very easy to talk to and stuff like that and we just built a really strong like friendship for like probably six months and we were actually both seeing different people at the time which allowed us to just build that friendship instead of it being something deeper than that and um yeah that's how we met and i think that friendship has allowed us to become what we are now because we had that we got to build that first instead of jumping into other things and our friendship was like all about like just living a healthier lifestyle like we would just be in like group texts with 
people we knew from the gym about like did you guys eat your egg whites this morning or like <laughs> what'd you guys eat like sending pictures of our food and mm-hmm. then we would just like work out together and it was like genuine just working hard yeah it was trying awesome to be healthy so that was like where we started yeah yeah and then what shifted so uh, <laughs> well i was in a i was in a relationship that i knew never was gonna work but i just was i was i was in it um for too long but once I finally got out of that relationship just hanging out one day and we decided to face me and my buddy that was also her friend decided to FaceTime her with no intention it was just like hey let's hit up Maddie you know maybe she'll come out and have some fun with us blah 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 and that was the only intention and then <laughs> I was on winter break from school yeah and so I went and picked her up <laughs> um so wait, he FaceTimed you were you like I was like I was with my mom and I said why is Joey calling me right now <laughs> was it late at night? Yeah, it was like It was like 80. probably like, yeah, yeah 8 o'clock. It was early, early-ish still. Okay. And she was like, you should answer. And I'm like, okay. And so I answered and you asked me if um, I wanted to like come out with you and Drew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I said I that. remember the FaceTime, like you're holding it up and you're looking at the camera and Tino is right Your there. Your mom's right there. Yeah, we yeah waving. Hi, oh, yeah. You know, whatever. Yep. Um, so yeah, so went and picked her up and... We just drove. We drove over to the bar. We haven't. We actually. We hung when, out at my house for a little bit. Yeah, we hung yeah. up at your house for a little bit, and then when we got to the bar, there was actually a big group that we knew, like we both kind of knew. So we were just kind of bouncing around and talking, having a good time with them. Long story short, we decided to leave the bar, and I wanted to go to one of our other friends. We were like, let's let's go over to our buddies and smoke a little bit, whatever. <laughs> so. Uh, which, in the back of my head, I know, like, her mom is, like, expecting me to, like, take care of her, like, True. not do any dumb shit, I, basically. I so. We didn't even talk at the bar. Yeah, we didn't really chat that we much. We didn't. Um, I mean, I was just checking on you, but it wasn't like we were hanging now, out. Now, are you really. still in your relationship at that point? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Um... But yeah, it's still very f- just friendship. But I brought up that because I remember thinking like I shouldn't go and smoke some weed right now with Maddie because like her mom's gonna be pissed. But I was like, fuck it, like you know we're young, like she'll understand we're whatever. Young. It's fine. That's a good answer. Um, but we get to my buddy's house and I'll never forget this. We hop out of the car. We're walking. It's dark and we're walking like kind of between two houses to get back to where my buddy was, and she grabbed my arm. And I looked at her, and, she, and like, I was, like, I, I just remember thinking, like, okay, she just, like, she wants me to protect her. Like, right. she's scared. She, she's not. <laughs> These are two houses. Yeah. They're very big Yeah, houses. like, she's not coming on to me right now. She just sees me as, so I'm, like, okay. So then I'm, like, get rid of those thoughts, and I just, you know, get her to the spot. And then uh, we were chilling, and she sat on my lap so then i knew oh. yeah so she made the, she made the first move which, which i'm so glad she did which because i don't even know where that came from like it was just like how my heart felt mm. i don't know like i didn't premeditate talk about that. that talk about that yeah, i don't know i uh, there was a little I, bit of alcohol involved not saying that influenced me but right I definitely got like my logical brain out of there a little bit so you grabbed his arm was that were you scared or you just no. did you need help walking 
Or you just kind of... I just wanted to be close to him. <laughs> no, I was not scared. That's I felt like beautiful. that was a handkerchief for you when she grabbed your arm. Oh, it was. It was a pivotal moment because we both looked at each other. Like, I remember looking up at you and we are both like, is this happening? Like, what's happening right now? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm very... I need... I'm very literal and, like, <laughs> I, I needed more in the sense of, like, knowing what she meant by that. Because I was... Mm. I still thought, nah, it's like... You didn't know what to think. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I, I didn't. And I, I was thinking about it the whole time after the fact. Like, was that something or was that just this? Yeah. So that was funny. So then she sat on your lap and you're like, Sat okay. on my lap and I'm like, bet. Like, <laughs> like now I get it. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm picking yeah. up what you're laying. Yeah, now, down yeah, on no, yeah <laughs> now, I, now I fully understand. Like, this is awesome. Perfect. The body Great. language. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay. And it just took off from there. There we go. Yeah, we texted the next morning. Like is maddie you texted me like if i was okay because i was throwing up a little bit right (laughs) and i was like yeah and i like couldn't believe that we like did all that and kissed and stuff and i was like you told your mom yeah and i told my mom and she was like no you didn't you didn't and i'm like no i think we did and, and then I texted you, or you texted me, and I was like, I would do that again. And oh. you, were like, you were like, same, and then it was like, I think oh. I don't think I, I think I saw you every single day yep. after that, and I still do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a good story. Yeah. And, and I'll say this, like, um, someone like Maddie, like, I, I just, before getting to the point I was when I, like, FaceTimed her, basically... I just never thought I deserved like someone that was just going to be amazing for me. Mm, and like, cause wow. I, I came from like pretty broken, like not broken, but a tougher childhood. And I think I always gravitated towards people that had the same, like a tougher childhood. Um, and so I feel like I put a wall up in, until that moment where I, I saw myself like I, I can do amazing things in life. I deserve amazing things in life. And I think that's what, allowed me to FaceTime her and and you know get to here basically with her wow. so th- that was yeah that's so sweet yeah I love that oh, I love you it. felt worthy yeah, yeah. and she found you lovable yeah yeah I followed my heart with you fully like I did not want to be away from you at all when yeah. we first met nope Mm. Wow, my heart feels that. Oh, me too. Glad I asked. Yeah, it's a good story. I love telling that story. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. And how long you guys been together now? Three and a half. Yep, three years. January sixth, twenty twenty. So. Yeah. This is during COVID. (laughs) Yeah, like right after. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wow. No, twenty twenty one. Sorry, twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, twenty twenty one. So three years and a right. month or two. Yeah. And we just got engaged in December. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a nice love story. Yeah. You can see why you guys refer to yourselves as lovebirds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We really are. We're cringy sometimes, but. No, it's great. And, it, and I'll tell you, being a couple is, is helpful in the van life. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. because you have each other. You're not alone. You care about each other. You're doing it together. You're experiencing it together. You're growing together. Mm-hmm. You have each other to lean on for good and bad days. Yeah, and then it be. also comes with a lot of like hardship too. Not hardship, but we have a whole other set of like still wanting our independence, but still wanting to be together. So like 
we have to like find a good balance with that too living in such a small space it's not as easy like we don't just run off to our jobs and not see each other all day and then that's true only see each other for dinner or whatever like right. we really work on our relationship a lot in the van and so how how will you be able to do that as a couple like how do you guys give each other space like, yeah. does one of you go to a cafe and work on your stuff while the other one's in yeah. the van playing video games? No. And, we haven't like, gotten to that, that point yet where, like, if, like, one of us goes somewhere and the other stays in the van. But, like, really just, like, <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're still in the front very the much immersed in our relationship. Okay. I don't, so I don't even. you still there. You don't yeah, need to be away. We, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and that's okay, And too, I don't know if that's going to go through stages where maybe we do, maybe we don't. But, like. I know what we do, though. What? Like, our alone time is just quiet time. Like, mm. we don't really talk to each other. Like, when we're writing, we're definitely alone yeah. in those moments. And I, I really feel like those are sacred yeah. to me. Because then you can be within yourself. Yes. Even though Check he's in. sitting there. Right. You're still on your time. Right. That's great. And then, like, I'll, like, work on my laptop or whatever, and you'll work doing your Zooms with clients. And that is true, because I found you guys this morning both journaling quietly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she can attest to us journaling. Joey just witness. does journal these days. I love that. He's a That's new such man. a great... <laughs> Isn't it helpful? It is. And I definitely, res- like, resisted that, too. Just sitting down and doing something just wasn't my thing, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, like, he doesn't sit still. But I realize often. if I don't do it, she's not going to journal, and journaling is really good for her. So if <laughs> I don't do it... Oh, you're doing it, it for her? Well, well <laughs> it's, it started like that, then, honestly, because I like would bother it. her. Like, she can't... I'm, like, moving around and making noise and this shit, and I realized, like... Or, or she won't journal because... You know, we're do- like, I don't know. I just realized how much it helps her. He's a it- very, like, outward person with his energy, and I'm a very, like, inward person with my energy. Like, so I need those quiet times to be creative, and then, yeah. I- and then I can come back a but better I've, version. I found some cool positives for myself from yeah. journaling. You so. wrote five pages or yeah. something the other day. That, yeah. was, that was awesome. That's great. And getting yeah. quiet with yourself is only going to make yeah. your life better. True. <laughs> According to his tarot cards. um yeah i mean i don't know specific getting quiet but when you do get quiet is the is now you're having a conversation with your higher self right and that's who you should be always talking with right you know we do love meditating it's a power source yeah true we need to get back into like meditation and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah we we kind of haven't been on that do you guys do yoga Mm mm-hmm yeah she does more than i do but it's been hard because like we can't do it in the van and you have to do it outside. Have to do it outside. The weather's been shit until like now. Yeah. Honestly. But You're gonna love Schooly Palooza. They do uh, yoga in the morning in the wellness camp. <sighs> See, I that. like that. Yeah. Oh, you guys would you you I think you have a great year coming up. Yeah. Because yes. you're just now getting in. Yeah. And based on my experience of the last year and a half, yeah. you have so much to look forward to. And we finally got rid of that barrier that we had, like of meeting people and being around others and, and whatnot. I think we're like maybe it's still a work in progress, but we're def- we definitely, like, took steps forward to that. Yeah, and that. I love what you said about, like, we don't really, like, just trust people naturally, which sucks. Because, like, I used to trust people. And, yeah. like, after, like, the whole gym thing and people, like, switching on us so he- heavily, like, everything changed for me with that and with people. Like, I used to be a lot more open than I am now, Yeah, I would say. And that's okay, because that, yeah. honestly, what that says to me is you're learning um, healthy boundaries. True. And we can't go through life thinking everyone's trustworthy. 
Right. And the best way to figure that out is check with ourselves. That's our GPS of, of good or bad people in our lives. They mm-hmm. exist. We're coexisting with yeah. toxic people and we're coexisting <laughs> with good people. Yes. And to discern is the greatest gift we can do. Yeah. Well, and thank you for being one of the people that we trusted. Besides the Duluth. Yeah. There's um, always got to be the first. Right. Yes. You were like the voice we needed and you're kind of like propelling us more into this life. So thank you for sharing all your beautiful knowledge and your energy and your presence. We really enjoyed having you and Yay, I'm glad too. we could do the tarot and the podcast. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. How, how can people find you on Instagram? I'm at at the tarot mindset on Instagram. And if you want a private reading or you want to hire me for private events, I'm available. You can always DM me. And you can see kind of some of the work I've done. I've put up some content of uh, places I've been and also my van life. So you can kind of get to know me as well. Wow. Beautiful. Well, thank you. Follow us at Roaming Lovebirds. The E is a three. (laughs) Um, We also have a podcast Instagram. You can find us there. We also have a fitness Instagram, every.day underscore fitness. Um, And we will see you on the other side. Peace. Peace. Bye.